0: Pod some outer space.
1: The fuck is this shit? Oh. Back to another episode. Get a pie from out of space. Hi, and Jeff, with me as always, uh, my cohorts, my brothers in arms, my partners in crime, my amigos, Romeos to my Juliet. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it is. What? The Killer Pod crew. Holy shit, I lost my train of thought in the <laughs> middle of the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, many, Vinny, i yeah.
2: <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Jeffrey, smooth intro as always.
1: Oh, yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you.
2: <laughs> on the hotlines tonight, we have on the uh, Templeton Rye hotline, Brother Pete. Slappy well, New Year. Everybody. Some kind of New Year. On the, uh, well, let's go with the Luxardo Maraschino Cherry Cordial Hotline, Sean.
0: It's beach body season in the middle of January. You guys getting ready? Ugh. Yeah. Nah, we
2: got tummy. It ain't going anywhere. Is anyone hitting the old tanning beds for the trip? No. no. Nope, neither. The sun's going to be glaring off my thighs.
0: Man, 30-some years. I've, I've gotten used to that.
2: <laughs> I am a
1: pasty gentleman, and I yeah. prefer to keep it that way. Wonder What's if I should. The, uh,
3: I, I was just thinking about the uh, whole. Because you can only carry on so much, like liquids and suntan lotion, and I need like a whole bag. Oh, you're not. Yeah, you you you're not checking a, it back. You gotta do a check. Yeah. Oh, uh, I can't. Yeah, check checks for the birds.
2: No, oh, well, I'm I'll actually. have a. Uh extra sun lotion if you need it.
0: Yeah, get the mini bottles and pack them in a Ziploc or whatever the fuck.
2: Yeah.
3: I just uh you know.
0: Dude, I fly all the time and I never put anything in a Ziploc bag and I never get asked about it. So I don't really I like
2: don't things. think they care anymore. In case people are wondering what the hell we're talking about. Um, we'll be signing getting married. We'll be signing off for a couple week break coming up soon unless these Unless the rest of the crew records while I'm still away. But the whole crew is going away down to the Dominican Republic.
3: Are you saying we're not going to record an episode there?
2: I hope we do. Should I bring the stuff? Oh, well, I mean, that would be fun. I would love that. All right. Well, maybe maybe you'll get a uh, international episode from the DR while we're all away. But we're going to be in the sun. We're going to be by the pool. We're going to be all over that shuffleboard court. <laughs> All right, let's dive into some episode beers. Pete, what do you got tonight? Oh, shit. Not prepared. I didn't think you were going to treat right to me. Hold on. Where is it?
0: Pete, where's your head at, man?
2: Reaching into the cooler. Where's your
0: head at? Where's where's your head at? at?
3: All right, hailing from. A great city of buffalo new york i have resurgence buffalo breakfast stout that i dug up from sean and i's trip over a year ago oh
0: shit that's an, old... that's an old beer yes
3: yeah.
0: did we drink those when we were up there
3: um i think i oh, it's delicious yeah I
0: don't remember um
3: that. I think I may have had a sample of it. I mean, that dude was he – was, he, was, he was, like, giving us samples of everything. He basically oh, yeah. gave us, like, free flights, and did, he's like, I don't care. I'll give you whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah I, remember, I remember you mentioning uh, that. that. That brewery was really awesome. Uh, highly recommend going to Resurgence if you're up in Buffalo.
3: Yeah, really nice new – it's, like, the kind of place you would want to, like, uh, have a party. Like, they, they, they re- looked like they rented out space. yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it was you and I getting drunk at the bar and then uh, like a Christmas party happening adjacent to us.
3: Yep, good stuff. Mm -mm -mm. Sean, what do you got?
0: Mm, I picked up a pounder from Love City Brewing. It's a limited release that I think they're doing for the season. It's the Dream Cycle IPA. Beer with orange and vanilla. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I like what Love City's been doing, and I love some orange and vanilla, so the the can art's cool. Looks like a creamsicle.
2: Yeah, the the whole creamsicle, I mean, not not the can art, but the creamsicle flavor profile (laughs) uh, doesn't do it for me.
0: It's a uh, New England IPA, Cara Cara orange juice, Madagascar vanilla beans, 7.8%. Yeah, that's that's like a
2: more. It's not not like that fake creamsicle flavor.
0: No, I don't think there's any lactose in this, so it doesn't have the uh, the, like thicker, creamy mouthfeel. Yeah, yeah. Like I know what I'm talking about, but it's <laughs> pretty
2: good. All right, I'm uh. I'm going with a. Phoenixville, Pennsylvania staple, uh, St- stable twelve brewing <laughs> company. Uh, this is oh. their hopsicle. Cold India Pale Ale. Uh, this style of IPA has been all the rage this winter. I, I think it started to pop up a little bit last winter, but now everybody's doing it this year. And uh, Cold IPA, if I understand correctly, it's an IPA but brewed in the uh, lager style. So it's cold fermented, which you know changes up the flavor profile a little bit. I think it has like that lager crispness with still having the big hot bite. Fresh hop bite. We'll see what Stable 12 has to say about this style. Oh yeah, it's good. Yeah, it has all the all the fresh IPA hops in the beginning, but then it has like that that crisp Pilsner or lager kind of uh, profile going on. I dig it. But I mean, everyone's doing this thing now. I don't know if you guys have seen it at your local beer establishments, but... Pretty much every brewery has some form of a cold IPA now.
0: Nah, I haven't been seeing it too much, I don't think.
2: It was all over our beer section today. Yeah. But uh, besides getting ready for the 22, 2022 War Games, has anyone been watching anything or any news caught their eye?
3: Um, I watched a few duds the last couple of days in preparation Damn. for this yeah. preparation for this list and I was kind of like I kind of figured I had my list ready but um, uh, I mean I, I don't know the one today I kind of liked it in the end but it, it was very you know it was PG-13 which like a movie has to be especially a horror movie has to be really well done to be good at PG-13 at this point yeah you know that's I mean? a
2: tough yeah, P thirteen um,
3: And it was a Netflix original. Uh, it was called "The Invitation." With um,
2: uh,
3: the the main character, she played Missandei on uh, Game of Thrones. Is she's pretty much the only notable person in the whole movie. Um, I, don't know, I wouldn't call it a full on dud.
2: I've heard uh, good things about that one, but from like people that kind of blind-washed it. Like, they just stumbled across it on Netflix, threw it on... That's not what really I did.
3: And, uh, It kind of had, like, a cool... twist at the end. Um... But... The other movie I watched last night... Also was kind of, like, a total piece of crap because the acting was bad, but... Then I was like, oh... It kind of... Um... It was called the... Uh fuck what was it called the retaliators
2: oh i never heard of that one
3: and it had actually really good ratings and um yeah this pastor's daughter gets killed and then he has to go all like but then there's like this weird i don't know I don't, I don't even know how to explain it it's like five movies put into one it was like some, I, the person who wrote it was definitely on drugs
0: <laughs>
3: um but anyway uh, um i've been watching uh the old Yellowstone.
2: God, I love that show.
3: Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Everyone's kind of pissing me off this season, like, uh, except for Rip and uh, Kevin Costner. Like the daughters pissing me off. Beth. And
2: yeah. Ah, she does
3: no wrong. Are
2: You kidding me? She's like, she's been in like five fights already. Like, well, the one, one... at the bar, deservingly so. Yeah. She can't she's, be just rolling up on know. Rip like that.
3: Um, and then, and then, yeah, uh, Jamie, who's played by Jeff's boy, that actor, he's just like—he's the worst. He, he's a fucking idiot. West Bentley <laughs> as Jamie.
2: Mm-mm-mm. But
3: I don't know. This isn't a Yellowstone podcast. So I don't need to get into
2: it. But under the <laughs> the future Killer Pod Crew network, if we could do a Yellowstone podcast, I am in. Oh I don't like it that much. I I am <laughs> I am unreasonably obsessed i saw uh i don't know if it was like if t-
3: rip and kevin costner were not in it i would not watch it
2: I, have, I mean yeah they make it i i would still watch it though and i watch all the spinoffs i saw it on um i don't know if it was on tiktok or instagram reels whatever uh it was like how do you watch yellowstone and this couple was watching it like they put saddles on their bar stools and were drinking whiskey no. and dressed like cowboys that no, no, no. that'd be me I love the show.
3: It does. It does make you want to drink. That's for sure. There's oh yeah, drinking in like every single scene.
2: Yeah, I get a, I get a new bottle of bourbon or rye for each new episode.
3: It's definitely sponsored by Tito's vodka. Also,
2: yeah, that yeah, just, just, just puts down Tito's.
3: straight Tito's. Yeah.
2: But um, have you noticed like the the bourbons they grab like they're grabbing some high quality good stuff. Yeah. Um, great stuff but back so to what you were saying you? about duds this year. So oh. Huh? Nothing go no. ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Uh,
2: the duds like have been hitting like there's duds every year. And we, like we watch a ton of movies, they're not all going to be great as obvious. But they hit different this year for me because like there's been a lot or a few movies that I've been really looking forward to that ended up being duds or movies that uh you know I caught on a streaming service that had a really interesting, cool sounding synopsis and end up being a dud. I don't remember any uh, years in recent memory where there was that many of those. Especially like, like the, the highly anticipated looking forward to movies.
0: With all the streaming services and shit going on right now, plus theatrical releases, it just feels like a lot of content and a lot of it is missing the mark for me anyway.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm I'll very, tell you what, what What doesn't have duds is Shutter, Because even like the Agreed. movies that are just okay are better than. I guess maybe I go into them with less expectation than like a, a movie with like like fucking Halloween, but for instance.
0: <laughs> no,
3: um,
2: that didn't make your list. <laughs> um, it's every category.
0: <laughs> did any did any of you guys watch Spiderhead on Netflix?
3: Yeah. Uh no, it's it's a, um, that's a Miles Teller movie, right?
0: Miles Teller, Chris Hemsworth.
3: Yeah, Miles Teller is my celebrity enemy.
0: I like. I had high hopes for it. Just, I don't know. It had like a cool Black Mirror kind of. Yeah, I, I mean know, it was like it your list? I thought it was a dud.
2: Yeah, I thought it was a dud.
0: I don't know. Cool, like a decent premise for like a Black Mirror, Twilight Zone kind of thing, in the just part.
2: Um, I had a couple things for news. So, did you guys see the the new poster and the trailer dropped for Evil Dead Rise?
3: Yeah, well, it's like two different things. Like, and I saw um, Studio House was posting about this. The poster looks like garbage.
2: Yeah, I, at the poster like I was it, not.
3: It so, looks like some like mainstream bullshit. But then, like the trailer has a bunch of like cool looking shit.
2: I I wasn't excited about the trailer either.
3: I didn't watch it. But I yeah, saw, I, I saw, like, stills.
2: Jeff, did you watch it? No, I haven't seen the trailer yet. It was, uh, very disappointing. It, it doesn't feel like Evil Dead at all. They're, de- they're definitely oh. going for the dark premise, like, the most recent remake, which that was, you know, awesome. And if they're going to continue with that kind of, uh, premise, you know, fine. But the trailer is, like, painting it, like, it, it almost looks like it's, a. You know, one of the, the Catholic guilt uh, possession movies. There's a lot of, like, possession stuff going on, which does happen in Evil Dead, but, like, the emphasis is, is too much on that. There's a lot of CGI. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I wanted to be more excited for it than I am. We will certainly be discussing it in a future yeah. episode. Oh, oh, it's wait, ca- but it'll know. be, what, uh, February? It's coming out? Fe- February? Something like that. Not January. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: No, did, uh, did any of you guys watch Under the Banner of Heaven? It came in, not a TAR show. Uh, came out, I think, last year.
3: No. No. Uh,
0: it was on Hulu. Andrew Garfield. Um,
3: about,
0: oh. About a murder. I remember hearing
3: it was good. It
0: was, yeah, it was, it was really good. Pretty dark and kind of a slow burn, but. Uh, G and I watched it while we were sick over the past week, and it's pretty good.
2: Great. Another show to add to the list. I got a ton.
0: Yeah, it's not a very good look at Mormon culture out in Utah, but true story, or based on a true story, anyway.
3: Well, Vinny, you should kick uh, Interview of the Vampire higher up on your list.
2: Yeah, it, it's on there. Because I really
3: enjoyed it. And apparently, uh, they're coming out with another series... That's based also based on an Anne Rice book that I guess was about a witch. And
2: yeah, I, forget, and, I and, what it's and, and they're
3: gonna they're gonna call like this the, and then there might be another one they're gonna call them the Immortal series or whatever. Okay. They're gonna be somehow linked, I guess.
2: Yeah, I'll definitely be watching um, it. I just started uh, Tulsa King. Oh yeah. Uh, which I only watched the first episode and I really dug it. I got 1923 going on, but that's only...
3: Definitely got to keep
2: the subtitles on for Old Stallone. Yeah.
3: yeah, <laughs> It's like... He's a little mumbly. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: that's oh, funny guys... that you said that, because I did turn the subtitles on like halfway <laughs> through the episode. What the fuck is he saying? <laughs>
0: Uh, do you guys see they canceled 1899 on Netflix
2: already? Yeah, I, I couldn't even get into that one. There's a, I,
0: hadn't, I feel like, I don't know if it keeps happening because of people like me, but I didn't even want to watch it expecting that it would get canceled. Like why, do, um, why do I even want to get invested in a show before I know it's going to get picked up and actually like have a couple seasons? Worth yeah,
2: I, I didn't even think about that, that aspect, but um, a trusted... Horror fan at work, uh, who Jeff knows Noah, he he really dug that show and and got me on it just from the premise alone. I was like, oh, that, that sounds right up my alley, and I I couldn't get into it. It's eh, a bummer. Yeah.
0: Well, well,
3: apparently, um, there was like a, a studio, whatever studio had the rights to Wednesday Show was just was released and was like one of the biggest things that Netflix ever did sold their stuff to Amazon. So apparently that show is now like done unless Amazon gets the rights to that and you get all the players on board again.
2: It, I think um, Netflix, I mean, they've been, they've been talking about it for a couple of years now. I think Netflix might be in trouble. There, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, big show writers, yeah, but Just then they still get loose. big stuff that comes out. Yeah. But, uh, flying and cut ties with Netflix and joined in with Amazon Prime.
3: Yeah. I mean, money talks, so. Yeah. I get that,
2: but. Well, I, th- I think it's money and I think it's the creative freedom, at least based on what Flanagan was saying about why he left it and joined Amazon Prime.
3: Yeah, I've never thought Netflix gave a shit about any of that, but. Yeah. Who It's all corporate bullshit. Big time. It's like how I mean, and the only reason that they were able to, like, like the whole thing, how like they were gonna basically cancel Spider-Man because so because of the Sony Marvel thing, and then basically took like Andrew, uh, not Andrew Garfield, um, whoever the kid is, Thomas Holland, to like go and like cry to the studio and like. Uh, and then they'll them have to, like, figure all that out again. But they were just, like, totally willing. After, like, all that money and all the money that Marvel pulls, they were just, like, totally willing to, like, c- cancel it and try and start again. Like, I don't know. Yeah. People don't, don't always think.
2: Uh, the only, anyway. The only other news thing I want to do a quick mention for, because uh, I'm pretty excited for it, the director of uh, *Freaky*, Christopher Landon, is going to be doing a reboot of *Arachnophobia*, ah. and mm-hmm. that should be a lot of fun. I mean, it depends on how many CGI spiders they they uh, plan on using. Spielberg's producing, so some heavy hitters behind that, and could be a fun time if it's done right. But oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like the sound of that. You know how I feel about I, uh, my animal attacks. I'm excited
1: for... Actually, a bunch of good trailers. Just, I mean, I haven't seen most of them, but a bunch of things I'm interested in. Had some trailers come out. The, uh, obviously, The Evil Dead. Um, Renfield's trailer came out today. Yeah. Which was yeah. funny. Uh, the Mutilator 2 trailer just came out. So, I gotta catch up on some stuff. I've been balls deep in some uh uh don't open till Christmas uh special features so work on those blue yeah. ray stacks? I'm trying it just keeps growing mm-hmm. it was a uh <laughs> was a synapse sale at uh MVD Entertainment over in Pottstown so now I'm sitting on That's two so more movies.
2: <laughs> the mountain continues to grow.
0: You hit just... another supplemental episode?
2: i'm working on it i'm about halfway through uh
1: the supplementals on this, this so
0: yeah how's the stuff on that uh how's those uh special features on that pretty good
1: so far so good you'll have to listen to the episode when it comes out to find out so no, I'm, no. About to, little I'm about sneak to give peek. it away for free I don't, I don't
0: want, to, I don't want spoilers. Sneak if peek. you uh sign
1: on, if you sign on to my only fans you can see me record the episode shirtless <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: I'm only paying if you show your feet, man.
1: Yeah, it's only ninety cents. I'm not even asking for a whole dollar. (laughs) Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm definitely I'm working on it. I mean, between got the new apartments coming together, there's still like boxes of books everywhere and work, and it's just it's just exhausting. The holidays,
0: lots of travel went Uh down. So yeah, so some beers were had.
1: Well, many beers were had with with my buddy Sean. The Crime and Punishment. Oh, shout out! Yeah, I got it was
0: some pretty sweet Christmas gifts.
1: Yeah, I got I got a pretty sweet Christmas gift from you as well. Oh, I appreciate it. And you. then I got and I got way too drunk on New Year's Eve and I fell asleep way before midnight. That'll happen. I wouldn't call it falling asleep as much as it was passed out, but still.
2: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
0: You guys uh, got time for a while? I have
2: you here. Oh, I love a Ooh. while I have you here. Yeah.
0: I was thinking about this while I was I was out for a walk the other day, and I'm trying to approach 2023 a little bit different than I approached 2022 because that was kind of a down year for me. Do you guys have a go-to album you go to when you're feeling in the shitter?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Something something that picks you up, something that uh you know puts you in a good mood, gets you going. Because I. I it comes with the territory, I feel like, for us. We listen to a lot of albums that are darker, heavier, uh, not always the most uplifting.
2: Well, so, um, for me, when I'm down the shitter, I tend to go in the opposite direction and don't lift, listen to anything uplifting. I go more dark.
0: Yeah, So that's I'll, my problem.
2: I'll go more brutal, or I'll go on, like... It, it depends if I'm, you know... What kind of shitter I'm in? Is it angry or is it sad shitter? Angry I'll go more brutal, uh death metal, sad then I'll just go on a on a Alice and Chain's binge.
0: Yeah, I did that a couple of times this last year.
2: Yeah. But I, I should strive for something more uplifting, which would be uh what would be more uplifting? I don't even know. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I don't listen to anything uplifting. Hmm. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I pretty much do the same. But I'm sad. I
3: listen to sad music. So yeah,
0: I don't
1: really. I don't know. I haven't been sad in so long. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I I generally uh, don't have like a album or any particular music I put on. I just kind of. I don't even know what I do now. I'm thinking about it.
0: I'll tell you when what. One that came to mind for me was like Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell. Like that Yeah. Yeah. Like that album always puts me in a good mood. Not well, that I go to that like frequently, but
2: Like not that I've ever, you know, seeked it out for the purpose of, you know uplifting me, but if there was something that was gonna do it, it'd be pretty much anything, uh, eighties hair metal across the board. Good call. Even the ballads, yeah. like Something that gets you singing but not in a down the dumps way. Something that gets you like yeah, banging on the steering wheel a little bit.
0: Municipal waste was another one that came oh, out. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, that's a good one. I got two for you, Sean. Hit me.
3: That they got they have their their hills and valleys of but they're perfect albums both. Yeah, there's a Elton John's Greatest Hits album. It's like a white cover, came out in like 2000, 2001, uh, with like a younger picture of them uh, painted or drawn.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Um, because that always gets me singing. So if I'm singing, then I'm I'm getting some, you know, oxytocin or whatever the good stuff is. And then uh, also the Forrest Gump soundtrack.
2: Ooh. Ah, interesting.
3: It's one of the best curated soundtracks you could ever listen to. Also, the almost famous soundtrack is pretty good too.
0: Also featuring
3: exactly. El, Elton John.
0: I have it on vinyl. I think the Good Morning Vietnam soundtrack is also pretty dope.
3: Soundtrack, yes. Movie, kind of a downer. Yeah, yeah. The movie kind
0: of a downer, but the soundtrack is good. <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day. Yeah, I dig it. I did ask.
3: I have right. whole
2: soundtracks for when I'm sad.
0: Isn't, uh, isn't Lyle a big soundtrack guy?
2: Yeah, he I like. I remember you saying that. He, he throws days. on. Uh, I love driving the car with Lyle. He'll just pretty frequently just throw on uh, movie scores station on Pandora. <laughs> and it's awesome. Like You'll just be driving along. It'll be Jurassic Park. It'll be Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, it's fun driving around with Lyle for that. Yeah, how are you, you going to be in a bad mood for that? Yeah.
3: One of my favorite things is when you're sitting in, like, a nice, like, not just a takeaway, but, like, a sit-down Chinese restaurant, and they're playing, like, the movie scores done on, like, the plucked-on harp. (laughs) And and you're just sitting there, you're like, hey, it's Jurassic Park. (laughs) Or, it's The Godfather. (laughs) I love that. Huh, Inception on harp. Yeah. (laughs) Or whatever. I don't know if it's harp, but it's whatever. Yeah, I know. know, That, you know probably a mandolin i I know it's not a it's not a gong (laughs) (laughs) um anyways
2: all right should we dive into some uh war games here yeah i don't know why i don't know how this is a war game what do you mean we've done years before do we call them war games though yeah it's the war games of 2022 we're competing to get our movies on the list before someone else takes them who would take them? Like the SS? Well, yeah. You got to worry about them for sure. All right, let me give a little breakdown for the audience and Jeffrey. So we, we've only done this a few times. We do a, a War Games of a said year. This time we're doing 2022 as, as it wraps up. We've done it like five times before. Yeah, it's, it's been a few times. So we do uh, categories, sort of like the Oscars in a way. So we have a blockbuster category, which is a movie that grossed a uh, hundred million or more. We have an action movie category. We have a drama. We have a comedy. We have a horror. Normally, when we do years in the past, we have a Oscar nominee or winner that hasn't been said yet. So now, uh, in this placement, we're going to do a Shutter original or exclusive and then as a bonus we have sort of a grab bag uh in this case we're gonna make it more specific that it's going to be a uh, album release in 2022. the catch is if a movie is picked in any category it's off the board can't be can't be picked again and obviously there's a lot of crossover you can go um, blockbuster is obviously going to be many different genres you can have an action that is also a drama a horror that's also a comedy once a movie's picked by any person, it's off the board and can't be used in any other category. So that's where a little bit of the uh, strategy comes in, and the order manners uh, based on trivia. Just for that reason, the the winner of trivia will automatically get uh, the first overall pick, and that way you can gra- start grabbing things off the board that you're worried your competitors might also be thinking about and taking before you can uh this is a unique one like i mean there's certain genres and categories that i think are strong and has a, a long list and i'm not worried about but there's other other genres or categories where the list is very short and i'm worried about movies getting taken off that list pretty quickly and there's not much backup <clears throat> I also like the changing the uh what do we call it before? Grab bag the miscellaneous? miscellaneous Yeah. I like doing that specifically music. Which is what we usually go towards anyway, but specifying it as music makes it fun. I have a I have a short list for that. Mm-hmm. All right. Where um, you where are you going with uh, trivia here, Jeff? Are you just going very uh, general, or is going... it twenty twenty two specific? The first one's going to be twenty twenty two because
1: I thought it was time to give Sean a fair shot to actually win one.
0: Barbara Walters. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: you didn't ask a question yet.
1: To uh, what what happened with Barbara Walters? No, she died. She
0: gone.
2: What? She gone. Yeah, she's she's gone. All oh, right, man. Her, her, her last... Pope Benedict are Banging. She
0: was Wait, the, the
2: pope died? Nah, the
3: previous the, pope. The all the the pope that that not the pope that is the pope, but the pope the that no, stepped he. down.
2: He was uh, only he yeah. was only in uh, the pope seat for like what eighteen months. I no,
3: thought it was less than that. No, no, no. He was in the pope seat for like ten years. No, no. he wasn't.
0: Yeah. No, this guy he quit.
3: Yeah,
1: it was a yeah,
0: short stint. The guy that
3: quit. Short yeah, stint. Like he quit, but he was he was he was in it
2: for a long time really not like not as long as john paul but well jpp yeah jp2 jp2 yeah jpp is a football player um
0: (laughs) he was in it for almost 10 years really
2: Really? i thought he had a short stint like
0: eight years he wasn't he wasn't
2: he wasn't getting that much done well no they none of them do but he
1: would well, it thing
2: They just sit around and act all holier than thou. Was it him or the current pope free- that was like the hip pope and was like, "Oh yeah, like that old jargon isn't was- flying anymore. We're we're doing new woke Christian stuff.
1: We're
0: all gay.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. condoms are cool. What's cool? Um, condoms?
0: Nah. Yeah, like that's that the,
3: that's the current guy. Uh, yeah,
0: that, that's the current.
3: Pope Francis. Okay. That. They're not cool
1: though. They're necessary.
0: Cool. They're necessary. Yeah, they're allowed. I should say. Yeah. There you go.
1: Um, but yeah, here we go. All right. the first, uh, the first interview question. Hopefully, Sean, I'm rooting for you. Thanks, buddy. Which country took home the 2022 World Cup? Argentina. Argentina. All right, Sean. Sean,
2: Sean. <laughs> finally,
3: the fact that Pete even knew blew, blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> we we're we we're just talking about the Pope, and he's from Argentina.
2: Wow. Ah.
0: Yeah. Way to tie that in, Jeff.
2: For yeah, some reason, try. the first thing I was going to say was Germany, and I knew that wasn't correct. All right, Sean, that, no, that's I a think. that's a strong advantage in this one, I think.
0: Oh, I don't know. I get to go first.
2: You get to go first? Yeah. yeah. There's no real. Yeah. Um, or you,
3: you could choose to go second if you
2: want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nah. it is your choice if that's what you would like.
0: Nah, first. Sounds good. Right. Yeah.
2: And then, for you two, Jabrones,
1: uh, I didn't really have anything else. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I mean, I'll throw... I think I got one. It's it's off the beaten path for you two. All right. Uh, What artist is responsible for the two most famous works of uh, paintings in the world? What?
3: Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. I didn't even hear it. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) either yeah, nice, yeah. I can name them can I name them yeah if you want it's Mona Lisa and the Last Supper the last super I believe is how it's pronounced it's <laughs> Italian
1: yeah, I wouldn't know but anyway yeah cool yeah a little off uh, the horror path so
2: okay. some general so Sean, does Sean have
1: all the categories? Everyone yeah, think so. everyone go
2: with categories? Okay. Alright, so Sean's going first, Pete second, me third, and then Should we do it snake style? No. No. Look at him.
0: Look at him trying
2: to trying to
1: take two at a time. to make
0: the trivia moot. Mm-hmm.
1: No, the trivia wouldn't be moot. Yeah, it would He's still on first overall. Okay, but then you're picking two back to back. That's true. Hmm.
0: I actually am not too worried. So, having one overall, I don't think matters all that much. I think me. it matters. Yeah. <laughs> uh Are we just, you want us to text these in, or are we just announcing them ourselves? Uh, well, this is the first one me. of these
3: we've done where Jeff didn't make his own. So, text it to Jeff. Yeah, give me the text. All right.
0: She... Alright Jeff, I'm sending it to you now.
1: Woo. All right. So Sean's starting it off with drama. And he's taking Athena.
0: Yeah, I think this is the category I probably saw the least <clears throat> amount of films in.
2: Yeah, kinda of surprising, right? Um, I only have two written down for this category.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't even I have like this and a couple of other movies that are good drama uh yeah i just watched this. i think this was a netflix original before i say that i should probably check that in French. but um yeah this this movie i don't really i don't know if we really want to dive deep into a synopsis because we're going to talk about a shitload of movies but uh this is a french film um and it revolves around the story of three brothers um responding to the death of their youngest brother and starting a bit of a revolution in France. Uh, so there's a lot of action, a lot of drama, uh, a lot of like really awesome imagery. Uh, the movie is very well acted uh, and was really, really enjoyable, I thought. Uh, pretty Ooh. intense at times, and I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but...
2: No, I didn't catch this, but I'm kind of intrigued based, based on...
0: Uh, I haven't even uh, heard. It before. deals with like a lot of modern uh, shit with the police and right wing activists and a French revolutionary setting. It was pretty cool.
3: Hmm. It's on my radar,
0: and I almost watched it the other day,
3: but I figured that you would, because you had mentioned it, so I figured you were going to talk about it. So I didn't watch it, but I, I will.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of the first ten minutes of this movie was really, really awesome and really intense and. If that doesn't, if the first ten minutes of this movie doesn't grab you, then you probably won't like it. But check out the first ten minutes.
2: Interesting. All right. Athena, huh? And it, it was Netflix. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, yes,
0: but yeah. Yeah, released while, Yeah, it was released on Netflix September. Uh, premiered at the Venice Film Festival. Yeah, I don't know if this this I don't think came out in theaters locally. I think this wasn't distributed by Netflix. All right. So Sean a lot of times
3: when it's like it. a lot of times when it's a uh, foreign film, Netflix will acquire it and put their stamp on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly
1: what they did with this
3: one. Yeah. Um,
1: all so right. right. They do that Sean has drama off too. the board. what did
3: you say, Pete? I'm sorry, is that? Oh, I was just saying they do that with TV shows too. They've done it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it wasn't exactly an original, but definitely acquired and put out by Netflix for, for us, our benefit. All
1: right. So Pete has sent in his, he's going with the Blockbuster pick, and he's taking The Batman. Oh, you made me nervous.
0: Dude, I forgot this movie came out this year.
3: Yeah, it feels like it was so long ago. Yeah, it was really one of the first... Um, things I feel like we had to look forward to because it was March, I believe. Early March. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Yeah, did we see this? Like, no, I saw this by myself. Yeah, I yeah, saw so. it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, we don't really need to get that far into this. I mean, we did a whole episode on it. I'm imagining that anybody who listens to this saw this movie. But, awesome um, new rebirth of the franchise um looking forward to what they're gonna do with it in the future um hopefully it never crosses lines with whatever they're doing with the joker 2. uh even though i do love lady
2: gaga but i don't know i don't know what to think about that whole thing and was it just rumor that is it going to be a musical
3: no it's not a, not a rumor. And yeah, I don't know. And they leaked... Like, the her in costume has already been leaked. Like, they're filming it currently.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, but DC's already getting away from Pattinson as Batman, right? No. Oh, good. All right. I mean, there's been so many rumors going around.
3: No, there's a rift of... There's a whole thing, and, and apparently... Uh, wonder woman ben affleck and one other person i don't know if it's aquaman uh or somebody else apparently is getting is in talks to sue dc or the studio because they were promised movies that because apparently oh it's henry cavill uh from superman yeah because, so apparently there's this whole thing that at the end of Black Adam, like, he comes back as Superman, but then yeah, they just that. announced that, that that's not happening, and, for the, like, uh, Dwayne Johnson just literally made, like, a public statement, like, apologizing for, he's like, look, I'm happy with what the movie we made, he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, it doesn't look like anything else is happening in the future, or whatever, I don't know. Again, this is kind of what we were talking about earlier in the episode, about studios and rights and... So why why is Henry Cavill out? World.
2: Is he just working on other projects?
3: I guess, or they or they found somebody else that they want to play Superman. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I never well, thought that he was particularly good, I, I just I just want some consistency, you know? Yeah. I
0: think John yeah. Gunn is going a different direction. DC's um, a mess, yeah. and and yeah, James Gunn shit show.
2: With the way Marvel's faltering, like this is the time that DC could be taking the reins, and they they just can't get it together. It's... Other than in, just... their, in their animated movies. Their animated movies are far superior, but... With
3: and the... Peacemaker. Peacemaker is one of the greatest comic book things ever adapted to screen.
0: Yeah, Peacemaker was awesome.
2: So. Yeah, I still gotta watch that, too. Senor Cena.
3: He's uh,
2: he got
1: a big old bald spot in the back of his head. Now I saw he was wrestling last week.
3: Yeah. Crazy.
1: They're not as Dude. bad as
3: Shawn Michaels. No, but it's just like, holy
1: shit. Where it pulled Cena, I can't believe it.
2: That match uh, was, was kind of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Anyway. Did wrestle? That was like a tag team thing. Uh, Him and Kevin Owens versus uh, uh, Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. It's yeah, a fun match. Yeah. Cool. All right. Vinny All right. is also going with.
3: I'm
1: sorry. Vinny's going with the blockbuster as well. And he's taking Cap Gen Maverick.
2: This is very fitting for the blockbuster category. It, it's one of the most anticipated because it was delayed for so long because of COVID and the most fun I've had in a theater experiences in as long as I can remember. Um, I was waiting for this movie for a long time. Uh, my dad and I were really excited to see this one. And then it got delayed for for COVID and put on the shelf for, what, three years? And you would think a movie, like, even with it being in the Top Gun franchise and Tom Cruise, being on the shelf for three years would <laughs> almost kill the movie. And this thing just did gangbusters in the in the box office for good reason. It was spectacular uh visuals incredible um sound like if you go see it in IMAX it was it was mind-blowing and the story was fun it hit all the nostalgic marks for the Top Gun original bringing back Val Kilmer uh you didn't even need great performances out of this but Tom Cruise was great Jennifer Conley was great uh Miles Sand or not Miles Sanders uh miles teller was uh awesome in it it was oop it was oop. just huh yeah i know you don't like him well so uh, is there any backstory for that yeah he's a terrible actor and he seems like a douche <laughs> i don't know yeah but he's a philly he's...
3: yeah i don't care about that i don't think he seems like a douche he seems I like
2: feel a... like he does that for clout i don't think right. he actually gives a shit No, he seems all right to me
0: there was definitely rumors that he was a pretty big douchebag but oh really you know, it is yeah,
2: I don't know how true are. Like, like on-set stuff? Yeah. Hmm. Well, whatever. Uh, this movie is a pleasure to watch. Uh, it is highly rewatchable. It's a ton of fun. And like I already said, the visual and uh, audio spectacle that it is just makes it the perfect blockbuster. And I wish I saw it more times in theaters than I did, especially in IMAX. Like, this thing was just prime for in IMAX viewing. Or if you go to the AMC in town they don't have the rights to IMAX, so they have the big D. <laughs> which yeah. is uh also a fun experience. Large format screen to see in yeah, the, big, is- the big the sure big D. Is. AMC town Check it out.
0: Check it out. The big D. <laughs> Love and it. I had zero expectations. I assumed this movie was gonna be shit. Just uh, I don't know a uh, uh a sequel that many years after the fact, but yeah, like I don't know why I doubted Tom Cruise. This movie was awesome.
2: I mean, I knew like it was going to be cool to look at because, because I I read about how they had the, um invested all this money in all these IMAX cameras and they were going to have X amount of IMAX cameras on each plane and Tom Cruise doing as many of his own stunts as he could, all that stuff. Like I was, all right, I was like, all right, it'll be cool to look at, but it's probably not going to be much as far as story and you know, script, but it, it, it was all there. It all worked.
0: Yeah, let's face it. For as much as Tom Cruise might be a nut job in real life, that dude fucking delivers all the time.
2: Yeah, it's true. He's going, he's going to die making a movie.
0: <laughs> I, don't I, don't, think so. I
2: don't have a doubt. I think he's actually, like,
3: maybe, like, some sort of super being. Yeah. <laughs> like, he might be invisible. <laughs> yeah.
2: I listened to uh, a, a podcast breaking down all of the uh, Mission Impossible stunts that he does in... I don't know. That'd be a fun franchise. What? Yeah. Yeah, talking about doing like the whole... like You know, it's like mini war games. Like it's, not even, it's not that
3: many. There's I mean, there's like five. The one that's about to come out is like seven.
2: Is it seven? Oh, okay. I think it's seven. But, I mean, the stunts he does in that, especially... Uh, The most recent one I mean it's unreal dropping out of planes flying helicopters hanging off cliffs I mean he'll do everything himself
0: one thing you might have touched on it but that I loved that they did with this movie was how they treated Val Kilmer's character and their like friendship and it didn't feel super shoehorned in what his like actual condition is, is in real life uh I don't know I thought it was nice Nicely
2: done. Yeah, it's, and it's a uh, pulls in the heartstrings.
0: Yeah, it sure did. Oh shit, I'm up, right?
3: What does the yeah. big D stand for? Do you know? What's that? Is is, is there a, like the big D? Does it stand for something? Big uh,
2: dimensions, maybe. Okay, okay, that's a guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
3: It's
1: just an I think someone story.
2: just at AMC Town came up with that and thought they were clever. And it was a little, you know, jab. Yeah. All right. Sean has delivered his next pick.
1: Uh, he's going into the action genre, taking the Northman.
0: Oh. Very good. Oh. I watched this movie on a plane, I think maybe the same day I watched Top Gun Maverick. Uh, so I did not get the theater experience with a, an IMAX, but you know, my iPhone's pretty big these days. Um, the Northman was so was a really, really awesome film uh, done by Robert Eggers who did The Witch and the Lighthouse and some other or typically weird films.
2: His first time uh, getting was, like a big, big budget.
0: yeah, this one uh, was a little bit more straightforward, but uh yeah i don't again i don't really want to go into synopsis too much this is just about a a young viking prince and his search for vengeance uh against uh against the people who killed his father but this movie was pretty brutal again the imagery in this film is really awesome um alexander skarsgard is really good in his role um a bunch of people pop up in this movie too. Willem Dafoe uh, is yeah, Looney as
2: hell. <laughs> <or>
0: Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Bjork as Bjork. Uh, <laughs> fucking makes me laugh every time. Uh, like Ethan Hawke, Nicole Kidman, Anya Taylor Joy. She seems to be popping up in a ton of movies these days. But yeah, I love this movie. And this I the, definitely need to rewatch it.
2: The first role I can think of where I hated Nicole Kidman. Yeah. she is a whore. Oh
0: yeah, whore.
2: Did we do an episode on this? No, or no, no. We definitely talked about, about it, it we but we didn't about, do a whole yeah. episode on it. I don't I understand don't why this movie got so much hate this year. It was, it was not well loved at all, or well received. Really?
3: Yeah, it's weird. I thought it just came out at a bad time, and not, not a lot of people saw it.
2: Yeah, it it did, but then like uh, critics. And just, like, the the general masses, like, on, on Letterboxd or whatever, was not really loving it at all. Yeah. Uh, I think now that it's been around for a little bit and people are talking about their best of 2022 and all that, it's getting a little bit more appreciation uh, now that it, it kind of sank in for a little bit. But I really enjoyed this movie. Like, from start to finish, uh, top to bottom, like, there wasn't really a, a negative in my mind, no, this, it was almost I like
0: think. a. It was almost like a spiritual successor to like Braveheart, like a lot of the same themes and, you know, just like an awesome, uh, awesome revenge story.
2: Yeah, yeah, but then like getting it's, into it's, like the spiritualism and the, the nightmare kind of driven stuff with with the, uh, William Defoe and 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 the. York. Yeah. The. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I I love this movie and I don't know why I, I think it, it it deserves it deserves more respect.
3: I mean as as someone who uh has always been kinda into like Viking lore and everything, like the like you end up getting movies like that are sort of like over the top in, in their like attempts of you know, like like Thor Thor type movies. Instead of this, where it's like real, you know, they're just like villagers. They're living in fucking straw houses, you know. They're still doing like the raping and pillaging and stuff, but like, it's not like they're grand, cult like grand kingdoms. Yeah. You know, there were there was all these different Scandinavian tribes battling each other, just like there are in this movie, and uh, you know, trying to rise to the top, and then for it to culminate with a nude battle on a volcano. Yep. <laughs> I mean,
0: I actually forgot about that until you just said
3: it. Yeah, lots of sw- sweaty
2: butt crack. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I don't know if Alexander Skarsgård puts a shirt on in this movie. I don't think so. I, I uh, would There
2: be- might there might be a loose fitting linen shirt at some point or another. I wouldn't ever
3: put a shirt on if I was that dude.
0: No, it was fucking Jack.
2: Great stuff. I I I love this one. I had this in. A possibility of, uh, I think, three different categories if, if if one of you gentlemen didn't take it.
3: Yeah, same.
1: Cool. Uh, Pete has given me his next pick. He's also going over to comedy, and he is picking uh,
3: the unbearable weight of massive God talent. damn it. So uh, this is, you know... We never ended up doing an episode about this, I don't think. Uh, Vinny, myself, and Sean saw it together. Uh, I think Jeff was in some way indisposed. Yeah, I and... actually watched it on a plane. So this is our beloved Senior Nick Cage. And, um... As himself, as one, as one can only dream. Um... And essentially, he's contacted by a super fan to come to his island and just hang out. And uh, criminal, uh, you know, uh, criminal syndicate, syndicate uh, gets involved, and you know, madness ensues. And it's just a good old time. I've only I haven't watched it again since we saw it in the theaters. I need to.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I haven't rewatched this, and I need to because I want Gia to watch it.
2: Yeah. I um, had I had um, a ton of fun with this. I mean, I had high expectations going in, and they were all fulfilled. Like I had so much fun with this. Yeah. It had good action, good laughs, uh, all kinds of good references, and uh, I guess Easter eggs, you would call it, to uh, Nick Cage's filmography and so much fun, and like you guys said, I, I can't wait to rewatch. I'm surprised I haven't yet. Yeah. Uh,
0: Dude, I see the clip on him all the time where Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal are talking about their favorite movies, <laughs> and Pedro Pascal tells him that Paddington Two is his favorite movie, and <laughs> Nick Cage is like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> and then they bring, they watch it, and he's like, "Oh my god, you're totally fucking right." <laughs> Which is true because Paddington Two was great.
3: Do I have to see Paddington one?
0: It helps. Both of the both of them are really good, but Paddington Two was awesome. Hmm. Alright. You can
1: just watch right. Paddington Two. All right. Vinny is uh taking his drama pick now. He's picking Hustle. Hustle.
2: Yeah, I think we well, this is not the stripper movie? No. This is the the Adam Sandler oh, Bat- the NBA movie. movie. I think we uh, touched on it on the Adam Sandler list. Uh, it didn't make it, right? On the list? Oh, it did. It did?
0: No, I think I threw it on there.
2: Okay. Yeah, I mean, this was um, way under the radar. Like, I don't think anybody really knew it was coming. It just it, It's one of those movies that's dropped on streaming, didn't hit theaters, and was a pleasant surprise for a lot of people now there is definitely some bias because it is centered around the Philadelphia 76ers so there's especially from my part and our part definitely some bias but because there's there's uh sixers uh, players and Philadelphia media that makes cameos and appearances in this which makes it a lot of fun for us as Philadelphia fans and natives but even with that aside, it was just a really well done movie by Adam Sandler. Well acted, like great on uh, on court action, like, like basketball scenes that you could tell were not uh, like choreographed by non athletic or non basketball people. Like it was really well done with the on court stuff, and it was just a, it was a, a great sports drama ton of fun if we ever, if we ever do a uh, sports sports movie war games which i'm sure will be coming in the future this would be strong consideration for the list i had a a lot of fun with this one
0: yeah this movie reminded me a lot of rocky with especially with like the philadelphia themes and the uh, training sequences yeah the, the montages and the training sequences and you know and, and underdog kind of becoming the guy but, you know, it hit in all the right places for me. I thought this was a lot of fun and, uh, you know, just somewhat heartwarming and it being a Philadelphia movie definitely didn't hurt.
2: Yeah. I mean, you have uh, Adam Sandler was uh, leading the cast. We also had Queen Latifah. You had Ben Foster, my boy in there, and Robert Duvall. Like, there were some there were some hot shots in this and they didn't, they didn't pull any punches.
1: Mm -mm.
2: and then uh, also with the the pennsylvania or philadelphia bias the ending was kind of a a gut punch for our people a little bit a little bit a little bit like that that was i think purposeful
0: no and uh i forget what his name is because i think he's eastern european but the, the basketball player um I think this is his, like, first and only acting role, and I thought he did, like, a pretty decent job. Yeah. He crushed it. Um, Yeah, I, I wouldn't have guessed that he was just an NBA player that, you know, was in, like, his first acting game. His
2: basketball skills were legit. Like, you know, on screen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I who was, who was the other lot. player that was in this? Uh,
0: shit. It he was, like, his, uh, his uh, nemesis. His rival.
2: Uh, I, forget, I forget, but he, bugs. he he killed it too. I mean, it was it was just really good. Jeff, have you seen this yet? No, I have not. You will. I mean, I, I promise you, you will dig this movie. It was especially as a basketball fan, you'll you'll really dig it. Even just the the cameos alone, you'll have fun with. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and then again, as the Sixers fan, I just thought it was really cool. How hard they were pushing Joel Embiid to be in this film to the point where Adam Sandler took him out to dinner to try to get him to be in it. And he was like, nope, it's during the season. All my thoughts and efforts are towards the game. I have no time to be in your movie. And uh, well,
3: this was filmed like peak pandemic 2020. So they were, he might have been in the bubble too.
2: Yeah, maybe.
3: Because I remember seeing interviews on, uh, I remember like back when like like the, the late night hosts were still like recording from home and they were like zooming with Adam Sandler and he's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm in this Airbnb in Philly. Yeah. So it was pretty early on.
2: I just know it was during the regular season, so at, like that was MB's main thing, like I don't want any distractions from basketball and I really respected that. I also really respected that they didn't give Ben Simmons a time of day in this movie. Didn't mention him. Didn't even request for him to be on camera. <laughs> like, the, that was pretty great. All right. Another drama off the board. Drama is slim Pickens. Pete, yeah. I don't know what your plan is, but you're in trouble, I think. Mm. I'm not. Mm. All right. So, so far, just a quick recap. We have Pete selecting the only comedy, correct? Yep. We have myself and Sean selecting a drama. We have Sean selecting an action. And me and Pete selecting a blockbuster.
1: Yep. All right. All right. And you're about to get your next comedy.
0: Okay.
1: Sean is uh, going with Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers.
0: I'm going to guess none of you guys watch this movie.
2: What is it? Nor w- nor will I ever.
0: No, dude, you should. What Ch- was it? Chippendale Chippendale Rescue Rangers.
2: Is it a is it a documentary?
0: No, dude, it's a animated movie, but it's more reminiscent of like Who Framed Roger Rabbit than probably what you're thinking. Hmm. <laughs> dude, I watched this in Seattle with my buddy and GF, and we fucking giggled and laughed at it. Uh, a lot of people on this podcast are probably like, Why would you pick this movie? But I swear to god it was funny. It's super meta and uh it revolves around Chip and you know, Chip and Dale the like little chipmunks.
2: Yeah, yeah. Alvin the,
0: the Disney characters. Yes. Uh, Jeff and Vinny, I guess, maybe. Oh, yeah, no. no, I just I'm went right. Alvin you know, like, Dude, it's, it's like thirty years <laughs> after Chip and Dale were relevant and there both has been uh, I don't know, At, one of them's trying to be an actor, and there has been cartoons, and uh, other cartoons start getting murdered and disappearing, and the two of them try to figure it out, even though they butt heads <laughs> and aren't really friends anymore. Uh, it is, a, John is the voice of one of them, isn't he? John Mulaney, Andy Samberg, uh, you know, Will Arnett's in it, Eric Banna, Keegan-Michael Key, Seth Rogen, J.K. Simmons. It was mm. like a pretty dynamite cast. Mm. Yeah, I promise this movie was funny. It was really good. If there was a family section, I would have put it there, but I wanted to pick something silly and stupid for comedy, and this one was really, really good. I dig Go it. watch it. Disney Plus.
1: Huh? Wait, no, Pete now. Pete's up.
0: This movie has probably one of the higher ratings of all the movies we picked on any any of these films in 2022.
1: (laughs) I believe that. Um, Pete's going to Shudder, and he's doing Speak No Evil.
2: Oh, you son of a bitch.
3: Um, We did an episode about this. I cannot say... Enough good things about this movie, uh, Jeff. You would love this movie, I think.
2: This movie still uh, sticks with me. I still think about it.
3: Um, just has since we watched it and we did our our ep- episode about it. Vinny, Vinny watched it first and was like, "We have to do this." And so I felt a little bad. I almost chose something else because I feel like I was stealing his movie, but um, I did it anyway.
0: Um,
3: <laughs> But um, uh, since we did our episode about this and watched it and I've seen a bunch of people talking on social media about how this is this is one of their, like, they're putting it on their list of, like, um, uncomfortable or, like, hard to watch movies, which, I mean, it, I wouldn't call it hard to watch. It's just very cringy. Um, very cringy. I mean, I enjoy in the logic, best kind of way it is just very like uncomfortable and that's the whole thing behind the movie is that it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable and that's how these people and get away with what they do in the movie so um I don't feel like I need to talk about it again if you want to know more about it either see it or go listen to our episode where
2: we yeah. talk about it you know the uh
0: yeah, I don't think a movie I'd like has infuriated me as much as that movie did. Yeah, like,
2: <laughs> there's, there,
0: I but felt. Yeah, I think we, we talked about it on the episode, right? Um, it's, yeah, the, the way they respond to the, the trauma and shit that they're dealing with is, like, the point.
2: Well, I think that part, I mean, the, again, Vinny, we, we, so, we, we talked, yeah, so just like the, we talked about the general uncomfortableness of this movie and, it still sticks with me i still think about it and i don't remember a movie in a long time that has stuck with me for this long um, and that alone and as time goes on it's, it's catching more and more buzz from people having the the same the same feelings or reaction to this movie and it's making a lot of people's top 10 lists of just movies in general for 2022 especially horror great stuff
0: I feel like it's pretty rare for me to see shutter films pop up on like regular lists unless it's like horror specific but I, I have seen this one pop up like a few times um, I don't know on random lists that aren't specifically talking about horror so it's definitely getting some buzz.
2: yeah we'll definitely see more from this director just because of that maybe a
3: no evil that's Kane.
1: There was a lot of
2: confusion around that in the beginning. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. All right. So, what is that? Up to me now? Or no? Yes, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All
1: right. Text Jeffrey here.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: all right then you go into shutter as well the sad
2: this is uh so speaking of evil was number one on my shutter list the sadness was right behind it uh strictly out of kind of uh shock value shock value that worked really well for me there was a lot of hype when this movie was dropped, uh, from you know horror fans in general, from the the media, like about how crazy it was, how horrific it was, and it lives up, it lived up to all the hype. In my thoughts, uh, it, it's on the zombie rage virus uh, spectrum, which has been done many times before, but this is done to a whole other level. Where the rage virus is centered around people being like horrifically violent, violent, and acting out in like unspeakable ways. There's some really crazy scenes where how this is acted out. You have a uh, a reoccurring villain that pops up in the movie, like kind of, kind of by accident, just ends up being another one of the crazed the crazy killers, but, uh, keeps coming up and doing all kinds of really wild stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's not much to the plot, not much to the storytelling. Uh, there's some COVID fears and stuff worked in there because of the times that we're in, but it's played in a whole different way, obviously. And it's a, it's a, it's weird to say it's a fun watch. It's just like it's weird to say that that Speak No Evil, like I, I had fun watching it and fun being that creeped out. I had fun watching this perverse, you know, hard stuff that was happening on screen. And it's one of those like with with not so much like the, the general public, but with our people, like one of those water cooler movies. I was just like, fun to talk about with friends afterwards like oh my god can you believe how fucked up it was when fuck that girl's eye socket (laughs) (laughs)
3: um yeah so the the thing about this movie for me it was just that um i mean i know we talked about it in the we we did a watch us or die about it but um i'll never watch it again on my own like it's a movie like maybe i would show somebody if they were like really into it into like wanting to see it but yeah, uh, I don't need to see it again. First, like at least not on my
2: own. Yeah, I think it would be fun to show like some random person that hasn't seen it. Like, oh, like I'm, I want to see something really fucked up. Like, oh yeah, I got something for you. Like, oh, I like uh, *Zombieland*. Oh, you're gonna love this
3: one.
2: <laughs> I'm a real big *Walking Dead* fan. Ah, oh, okay. When, yeah. where's where's the Woody Harrelson character <laughs> come up in this? <laughs> All right. So we got two Sean, shutters off the board
1: Yeah. Oh. And you're about to get the last shutter. Oh, John's uh, going... Sean, going there too. Um, he's picking dead stream.
2: All right. Yeah, you, uh, you did mention in the uh, the old text messages that you like this one.
0: Yeah, I asked Pete if he watched it. He said he hadn't. Uh I know you had and you enjoyed it. I thought about picking another one here, but I thought this movie was pretty fun. Uh, I don't know if this movie had any sort of budget. You know, it's basically just one guy. Um, he's a streamer, and he's like... Uh, I don't, He got banned from streaming for whatever reason, and you kind of fucking hate the guy. Uh, he's pretty annoying. And he, you know, gets his platform back, and he's doing this extreme stunt because... I don't... Uh... uh he's uh fuck, he's getting ad revenue from whatever company's sponsoring him to do this um and he goes and stays in a haunted house you don't really know what to expect like you think it's kind of bullshit most of the time and then it gets like it gets like pretty creepy and then kind of funny with the practical effects that they ended up using um I don't know it's kind of a wild watch i I was sick when I watched it and I ended up enjoying it a lot uh, I, I didn't really see it going the way that it did. I thought it was going to be like it's—it's it's kind of a found footage film, and uh, yeah, it's definitely yeah, in I
2: that didn't... found footage vein, horror comedy. For yeah, me, it...
0: sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 go
2: ahead. Uh, this is definitely one of those ones I would have felt differently watching it alone versus how I got to watch it. It was—it was. It was a little bit of a group it was like it was me steph uh lyle and his partner so like that was cool uh watching in a group and having those laughs like together i don't know if i would have had as much fun with it watching it alone
0: yeah i i did i did laugh a couple of times and you know it was weird like at times rooting for the guy and at times definitely rooting against him
2: yeah in general he's uh kind of a
0: Douchey dude. Yeah, but then you think about it, he was basically one guy and, you know, one girl for a while. uh, Like just two people acting in this entire film. It was pretty cool.
2: I don't know why it has a sequel, especially I'm a little suspect for that quick. I mean, that was like, what, a three month turnaround?
0: Yeah, I don't get that. Unless they filmed them at the same time, but.
2: Or it was on the shelf for a while or something, but that was very quick for a sequel, and I don't know if it needs a sequel.
0: Yeah, it all, just the way that it was filmed with the streaming aspect, it has a little bit of a one cut of the dead feel, which it's not. Uh, there was definitely cuts in the action, but um, it does basically all happen on on this dude's live stream.
2: Jeff, you didn't see this, right? No. Yeah, I don't know uh, if it, I don't know if it
0: would be your bag. Yeah, I don't, know if Je- I don't know if Jeff would like this, but it gets a little Evil Dead too uh in there it's got a, it's got a little bit of those vibes
2: yeah but yeah I, I i mean i certainly respect it making the uh the final 2022 shutter list yeah i think it's deserving so that that eliminates but it's certainly
0: not it's certainly not great but it was it was good
2: that eliminates the shutter category huh mhm all well gone so no one's touched horror yet no one's touched uh, album release as far as music, we have Sean and myself picking drama. We have Pete and Sean picking comedy. We have only Sean picking action so far, and we have Pete and myself picking blockbuster. That's what's on the table. And I believe <laughs> Pete, you're up, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Pete yep. sent me his pick. It's from action.
3: Uh, gray Man. You guys see this?
2: Yeah.
3: I found this to be a very pleasant surprise. Netflix original. Um, um, <laughs> Ryan Gosling plays... He's just called Six. He's a special agent. Um, and they call him the Gray Man because he's not really supposed to... Um, he's he does all the things that the government isn't supposed to do like he goes in and will kill people and you know kind of like an American James Bond kind of feel a little bit and uh, he was trained by Billy Bob Thornton and uh, Ana de Armas has a nice uh, little part in this she's Attractive young lady. Um, And I thought the highlight of this movie was that uh, Chris Evans plays a really psychopathic bad guy, um, which is very out of character for what he has been on screen for the last, you know, 10 years, really his whole career. Um, um, He's just like ruthless and seemingly unkillable and. They're, they're former, they used to work together, and then uh, Chris Evans went to be kind of like a henchman for bad people. Ryan Gosling kept on with doing the special agent stuff. Um, so, yeah, if anybody hasn't seen this, i definitely recommend watching it on Netflix. It's, uh, you know, just shoot them up, action, lots of choreographed fights,
2: good stuff. This movie re- this movie get poo-pooed. Like, Big time. I, don't know. To, the, I didn't I didn't think about it until we we're recording and 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 starting this whole discussion. Twenty twenty two is really weird where movies that I thought were a lot of fun and weren't meant to be some, you know, like purposeful like grand masterpiece. Just meant to be fun and they got shit on. This movie got shit on really hard. When it came out,
3: see, this is why I don't read anything, I, and because I, I well, like to form my own opinions on things. And
2: yeah, I like I, I don't sure really that. read it, or and it's all the podcasts I listen to. I don't listen to them or read them until after I see the movie. And I was shocked at how much hate this movie got. This movie wasn't meant to be anything more than just a popcorn flick, uh, released on Netflix with some big names, and that was it. And just people were hating on it. like Chris Evans. You guys already said like, he was a cool villain, and yeah. he specifically got shit on for the kind of villain he was. But like, it, it was campy, but I think it was meant to be. Like, it, it wasn't supposed to be serious. But yeah. I, I had fun with this movie. And the
3: only thing I can I, I like I and I'm not saying I'm not uh, poo pooing Ryan Gosling because I I love Ryan Gosling. I think that he's easy on the eyes. He is kind of a hard sell for me as like action hero. But he, I think he does it well in this movie. So it's, I could see if someone going into it would have, like, a criticism about that. But, I mean, I thought he did it well, so.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't get the heat. And, you know, this, like, the, the movies haven't been picked yet. So I guess we'll get into it later after we're done. But some of the movies are getting love this year. Like, love from everybody I didn't see the appeal at all in some of these movies, like complete duds for me, but we'll see what happens with the rest of the picks. If any of them get picked by you guys, but maybe we'll tear them apart together. We'll see. <clears throat> all right, Sean. You...
0: Yeah. I didn't see this movie. Uh, I feel like I was turned off by the negative reviews and kind of, uh, Blase description of what the movie was like. Do we need another CIA's most skilled operative movie? Yeah, I'm it a, does have a little bit of that. I'm a sucker. It, right. but
2: I'm a sucker for those.
3: That's but, why I felt like it needed what Chris Evans brought to the table, which was a really hateable, over-the-top
0: villain. yeah I'm glad to hear you guys say it because I, I do sometimes get turned off by like shitty reviews. But then I love movies that suck, so I don't know. Um, I don't know why I didn't watch it I should have and I will now
2: give me a shark attack movie and a CIA operative movie and I'm in <laughs> put the two together I don't even know what would happen alright is that um, me am I next yes um, yeah. hmm. drum nobody's
0: drum. touched horror yet nobody's touched music yet
2: um, you know what, maybe in the vein of what we're talking about with the grave man, I'll continue with the action and go a little
0: freaky. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I had so much fun with this movie.
1: All right. Over to action for Vinny now
2: and uh he's picking ambulance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, big-time action. Did you guys see this one? Uh Uh-huh. I did not. Oh, it is fun. Directed by Michael Bay, who, for me, put a big-time tarnish on his filmography and uh, record of awesomeness with all his Transformers bullshit, but comes out of the Transformers... Uh, thing that he was doing and just gives you an explosive, fast paced, high action, crazy movie with this one. Uh, starring Jake Gyllenhaal Hall and uh, who else was in this thing?
3: Also Anna Darmis. Yeah, right?
2: yeah, yep. Jesus,
0: she, she was busy this year.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it with Ben Affleck. It's one big chase movie. You have explosions. You have gunfights. Uh, and I think Michael Bay was kind of the, the trend. I'm sure there were some people doing it before this movie. But really the trendsetter for now that everyone's doing it with the drone shots. But like unbelievable drone shots of them following this car chase. That's the entire movie. Going under the cars, above the cars side by side like really really cool action shots uh it was very innovative and kind of kick-started what we're seeing in action movies and in general now with filmmaking with the way drones are going in general with technology we should have seen this coming in film but he did it in like the coolest way and it was a lot of fun to watch very much a popcorn movie very much uh I, I wish I saw it on like a huge screen with a crowd of people, but even watching it at home, uh, lights turned down, popcorn going, surround sound blasting, just the epitome of an awesome action flick and having a lot of fun watching it.
3: Yeah, so similar to what you said um, on the last movie we were talking about, I just saw somebody... Uh, on like a TikTok saying that this that they put this on their worst of 2022 year list, and I was like, "What? Yeah, like, how? I mean, this movie—you go into this movie and it is exactly what you think it's going to be. Yeah. So for someone to watch this thinking it's going to be anything else, that's their problem. It's a Michael Bay movie.
2: Well, it's, it's so that's gonna... people being pretentious and assholes because yeah, you know where you're getting like. I didn't see the trailer for this. I didn't know, you know. I basically saw the the box equivalent of the uh, synopsis on a streaming service, so It was like, "Oh yeah, Michael Bay, Jake Gyllenhaal, sounds like it'll be fun." And that's exactly what it was. Like, yep, it was it was a fun ride, and I didn't have high expectations. I wasn't expecting some high concept script or yeah. great, you know, Oscar worthy performances. It was just a popcorn flick, and I wanted to be entertained, and it was highly entertaining.
3: The one thing I'll say about this movie is one of those movies where you're like, there's no, like, you see no possible scenario with the whole time you're watching it of how they could possibly get out of this, of it. Oh, yeah. Um, Like, there's like, especially there's like an ink sack explosion. Like, you know.
2: You got helicopters. I mean, yeah. It's one big chase movie, and uh it's one of those. So it's two. It clocks in at two hours and sixteen minutes, which you would think would be long for an action movie, but I didn't really see any fat to be trimmed in this one. I I was in it for the whole thing. Like I, I didn't mind. The two hour and sixteen minutes didn't feel like that to me.
3: Yeah, it's it's because it's pretty high octane. So
2: yeah, I mean, it, it jumps right from the the start.
3: So a movie that's kind of in the same vein, but it's like a totally different type storyline, except. It's like a a uh, armored truck heist instead of, like, using ambulances or whatever. But did you see the new – it's, like, one of the newest uh, Jason Statham movies, Wrath of Man.
2: No, I didn't see that one yet.
3: You should check it out. It's, it's also just a good popcorn flick. Right. Yeah. You know? A movie you can put on, not, like, you know, not have to worry about paying too much attention to plot.
2: It's crazy how many. Uh, I don't know if you guys like for the purpose of uh, getting ready for this list, I like, googled 2022 action movies. How many action movies that Liam Neeson put out again this year? <laughs> it's like four, it's like four of them. I haven't watched
3: I any of his new movies since like six years ago.
0: I assume
2: there are uh, it hasn't been that long. Weekend. The last one that I watched that like wasn't big time. Uh, but it was this Liam Neeson action? Was a walk amongst the tombstones that was actually really good? Did you see
3: the one where he's like an ice road trucker?
2: No, no, <laughs> I was actually mean to check that. I think that one's still on my like watch list on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I don't
3: know. I the one of the things that, about it is like I saw him interviewed on like uh, either you know, one of the he's like yeah, honestly, this one was kind of a mess. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, but the next one, the next one I'm, I'm, I'm uh, that I just finished filming. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> he's just sitting here in the studio. It's like, God damn it.
2: <laughs> yeah, he had, he had four of them in 2022. I didn't know about a single one. Definitely didn't watch a single one. I don't know if I will. It's
3: just amazing. Like, you never would have thought, that he would have this, like, resurgence of a career all because of the Taken movies, which I love all of them, frankly. Yeah. But uh, those... He was never considered an action star before that. And then all of a sudden, you know, he filmed the first one probably when he was, like, 45. And now he's, uh, like, a 60-year-old
2: action star. I'm surprised to see... Crazy. Same, you know, famous... Well, he was already famous, but I'm, in this sub-genre, I'm surprised it didn't kick in for Mel Gibson and Ransom. The same kind of path. Give me back, my son! Give me back, my son! <laughs> um,
3: yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I did watch Fat Man at Christmas time, and it was fantastic.
2: Yeah. Was that your first uh, viewing of it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed
3: that one. And I, and I love Walton Goggins, too. Yeah. He's great. Anyway, uh, Sean, your pick?
1: Pick is into the yeah. horror genre. Oh. Uh, he is picking a Barbarian. Damn it. Ooh.
0: So we talked a lot about this movie already. We did an episode on it. Uh, I think this movie really only works well if you haven't watched the trailer and you didn't listen to our episode already. No. <laughs> uh, but if you go into this movie blind, uh, I think it's full of surprises. Uh, definitely doesn't go where you think it's going to go. Uh, I think there's a lot of great misdirects. Uh, I think Bill Skarsgård's a fucking creep.
2: I don't. Uh, I, I don't get all that. I think he has just, good intentions. Just looking at him. Well, yes, that- because all we see is Pennywise.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: But at first, I still am sticking with my guns. I like, yeah, like, ah, this guy's a little off. But I'm like, ah, oh, no, no, he has good intentions. He, he was trying. He was. He came off as creepy, but he was trying really hard to not be. Mm. Uh, I, yeah, noticed, I, think, I noticed. I noticed. He's like, I he's like, play
0: I, off of what he his roles previously. I think they play off of that for sure. Yeah. When know, like, when he, when he's that. like,
3: I noticed that you didn't drink your tea. So, yeah.
2: well, yeah, he was just trying to like, you know, say, hey, I'm not I'm not doing what you think I'm doing. Like, I'll rebrew your tea and you can watch me. And, you know, he was charming. So
3: every woman that I've talked to about that movie, who's seen that movie. And when I've asked them, I'm like, would you have even. They're like, maybe I would have gone in to get out of the rain. Maybe they're like, but n- no, I would not have. Stayed there, well, yeah. showered there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: I can see that. Um.
0: Oh, and I also love what they did with Justin Long in this movie. I feel like that's a different role for him.
2: I just
3: love him. Yeah, I just he, saw. He him...
2: was busy this year.
0: Oh,
3: yeah. I'll talk about this at the end, but I, I just saw him. I watched uh Jane or uh, Clerks three, and he's in it. But
0: yeah. Uh. But anyway, I think this was probably my favorite non-shutter horror of the year, so I wanted to put it on the list. Yeah, fantastic movie.
2: Yeah, it was it was my top for non-shutter horror.
0: But yeah, I I think they spoil what happens in the film in the trailer and the would it just feel I never like... th- I don't think I ever saw the trailer. I don't know if well, someone if there either. was I,
2: people saying avoid the trailer but I went in I generally completely try to avoid trailers. Blind for this one. Yeah.
0: You just can't imagine spoiling the fun of the movie. Well,
3: with, also, with... Our, Jeff saw it before the rest of us and gave it a good review, which is always a good thing because if Jeff watches mm-hmm. a new movie and likes it. Yeah. <laughs> It means it's good, yeah. pretty it
1: much. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and now the the trend is starting again because Pete is going to horror, uh-uh. and he's taking one I've been told to see a, a bunch of times this year is the last. Fresh.
3: What was it? Fresh. Oh, okay, Pete. So there's a lot of movies I could have put here, but I kind of want to put one that. I don't think, I think I mentioned, but we didn't really talk about on here. Mm -hmm. And I really kind of still don't want to talk about it because I, there's like a pretty significant turn that happens like 25 minutes into the movie.
2: There's too much to reveal. And yeah, like, yeah.
3: So I'm not going to, but basically this movie seems like it's like kind of, I didn't even know when I, I literally watched this movie because I saw the actress in it interviewed on a late night show and I was like she's cute and she was like yeah and she was kind of doing the same thing she's like I don't I can't really talk about this movie she was also talking about some other movie that she's in she's like yeah I'm also in this movie fresh and I don't really know what I can say about it so um, I watched it and I thought that I was literally I was like oh it's a romantic comedy I thought I was starting a romantic comedy and it's a horror movie (laughs) Uh, it's a horror comedy like dark horror comedy like it's not straight comedy but Um, you got um, Sebastian Stan who is a winter soldier um, in uh, the Marvel Universe and um, basically he uh, and this girl meet and uh, she's like very skittish about like she you know I don't normally do this kind of thing they've been seeing each other for a very short amount of time and he asked her to go away for the weekend and Basically, should they go away for the weekend and um, it takes a turn? And uh, I don't really want to, like, if we were doing a Watch This or Die, I guess we would get into it, but we're not. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just recommend, it's it's on Hulu. It's a Hulu original. And it's like an hour and a half, probably. And uh, I just definitely watch it. It's a it's a sleeper movie of the year, but it's I, it made it on a lot of uh, people's lists for the year. And, um, yeah, I really thoroughly enjoyed it, especially since it was, like, a blind, full-on surprise for me. Yeah,
0: I agree. This, I don't think I even thought of... I don't think I saw this on any lists or... No, it wasn't on my radar at all, but... It's uh, it's
2: definitely showing up on lists, and and this is another one that's, like, on horror and just general top ten lists of uh, films. It's... Very original. It's... Uh, and, like, you know, for the the last few years, people have, have uh, generally been saying that there's no original movies. And this definitely uh, checks that box. It's a lot of fun. It has some comedy elements, like Pete was saying, like some dark, dark comedy elements. It, it's really good stuff. Highly recommended.
0: The actress that starred in this... uh. Was also one of the main actresses in Under the Banner of Heaven, and she was in that new movie, movie where the Crawdad sings. So this girl's been fucking busy too this year. Crawdad man. Crawdad man. We've oh.
3: got uh, Crawdad man a coming up.
0: Game sign with Quip Monk. I don't want to go to his bed.
3: Watch your Bob them. <laughs> bob man, get away from my Quip Monk.
1: <laughs> um. Who uh, was? That was Pete. All right, so it's my Please. turn. Vinny, well, hold on here. I know Vinny's definitely in panic mode, so he's going hard. You
2: can just feel it coming. Oh yeah. Well, I'm not in panic mode because I'm the only one left picking pick in horror.
0: I kind of wish I, I kind of wish I'd picked a different movie for horror just so I could talk. I mean, about I got three movies movie. written down here that you could easily pick.
2: Yeah, I mean, I have a ton of discards. For horror and shutter. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Did we lose Vinny?
2: No. <laughs> no that's, that's, Can you hear me? That's, that's, uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah, so Vinny did go hard he's taking I'm um,
2: kind of shocked that you're thinking this smile. Oh. <laughs> really? I, I had so much fun with this.
3: this I was, mean, I'm just, the, the three other movies I had as potentials for me, I would have thought you, but we already talked about them, so.
2: I mean, I have a, like I said, a ton of discards, but I really enjoyed this watch. Uh, another one that I wish I saw, had the opportunity to see it in theaters um, on a big screen, but, this just was all kinds of my bag with like creepiness with folklore with the the whole smile thing and how it passes on to other people um the whole marketing campaign that they did before the movie I thought was brilliant and just sucked me in even more how they were having uh people on in the in the uh, crowd or audience for. Sporting events, doing the creepy smile thing, like right, excuse me, right there on camera. That just got me more intrigued. I thought it was... Uh, I mean, it, it, it's not the most brilliant or original writing, but I, th- I thought it was it was good, and again, original concept, and it gripped me, and it had some good jump scares. It had some very creepy moments. I thought it was... Uh, I, I was treating this category, since we are doing the whole shutter versus horror, you know, two different categories, I was treating this as like the the movie theater, big screen studio horror kind of subgenre, and I thought this fit in perfectly for that. But there was also a lot of other ones that I did as well. It was kind of the year of uh, legacy sequels. If that's what you guys were thinking for this category. But yeah, smile no, I, I, I thought it was a very original concept and I had a blast with it. I think it's very rewatchable. I will definitely watch this one uh in the future. It, it, it could have plenty of sequels. There's there's a lot they could do with it. Could they? You don't think so? I don't
3: know. Hmm.
0: Knock it down, Pete. I mean,
3: I, I think I talked about it. I. I did watch it in the theater. I saw this literally the day after we saw uh, Halloween Ends, and I was just trying to get well, the bad taste just, out of my you mouth. were just bitter. Yeah, no, but I there was literally like two like middle aged or high school girls behind me, one of which like could not watch, so that was like kind of cool to have that, you know, experience of because normally i'm in a movie theater by myself but this was actually a fairly dark theater um but i don't know i part of like the the husband who doesn't believe the wife trope and she's just crazy because she's not taking her pills or whatever like that's just a little overdone for me yeah but um uh and like cuz her mother killed herself or whatever and but no i it's not... I'm not, like, saying it's a shit movie. Um Maybe it's just a little too mainstream for me at this point. I don't know. I've gotten... shutters is, like...
2: It was definitely mainstream. Me into, but... Yeah. Just... Whether it's right or wrong, this... Having these two categories... Having the general horror category just had me thinking mainstream. Whereas, yeah. if we didn't have the Shutter, I would have gone a whole different direction with this.
3: Yeah. Um. I thought the acting was kind of bad too, and I wanted it to. I wanted to like it because it's Kevin Bacon's daughter, was the main character. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, it's fine. I don't. Um, I thought maybe you would have put like, Ray here
0: or X. Um, I missed both X and Pearl. Yeah, I haven't seen Pearl yet. Yeah, I haven't both seen
3: Pearl. Times- And then the next one's supposed to come out soon.
0: Yeah, I need to watch
3: them. It's a a trilogy.
0: All of those and Smile were on my watch list that I just, I figured either if they were worth talking about, you would get to them more.
2: Yeah, and this is where the trouble with all these categories comes in because I had Prey slotted under action and forgot about it in horror. I would have definitely picked Prey over this movie. Son of a bitch. Well, did you not do action? No, I, I already did action. Oh. Son of a bitch.
1: <laughs>
2: well, you just <laughs> change it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh,
1: All right, who's up? It's... John is, is back. Uh, he's going to his blockbuster, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Meh.
0: Yeah. Man?
3: What was this? Action? No,
0: blockbuster. blockbuster. Oh, I'm a little yeah. ham- I think I'm a little hamstrung on what I can pick, but. I well, yeah, you Raimi.
2: you are for sure.
0: I love Sam Raimi. Uh, I think you guys know I like my Marvel films. Uh, this one got a, I feel like amongst Marvel fans was not hugely popular, but I like a Sam Raimi movie. You know, I like the way he does comedy, and I like not that this was a horror movie in any way, but he infused some weird shit that you wouldn't otherwise normally see in a Marvel kids film if you would call it that but i enjoyed this movie a lot uh i like the fact that they took a popular character from marvel and turned her into a villain and i thought she did a pretty good job i thought there was a lot of fan service in this movie um not exactly a lot of blood but i think they turned them into robots and had them explode and it looked like Elizabeth Olsen was covered in blood half the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, movie was fun. It was a blockbuster. It's a, it's not supposed to be a great film, but you know I like what Sam did with it.
3: I thought it was pretty good. Uh, um, uh, my only thing, like what I would have done different, is like I I liked like when they show him like going to all the different like worlds. Yeah, like I would have liked to see him to have seen more than that, more of that because I thought that yeah. was like the most intriguing thing to me. Yeah, and then and then and then the fact that like, um, I mean loved you get to see Professor X in the yellow floating wheelchair. Epic. Yeah, that, that, yeah. All
0: um, the is-
3: and then to see who was different in each world, and um, you know there were so many rumors going around. Everyone thought that Tom Cruise was gonna be, like. Iron Man or 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 Captain America or something.
0: Yeah, I think they, well, I think Iron Man. You're right.
3: Um. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, it's good. I, I, I think that the it, the only other other than, so wait he picked Top Gun. I picked the Batman. I think pretty much the only other three were this Spider Man or Scream. Uh, oh, scream! Yeah. I, I thought maybe I thought maybe Jurassic
0: Park made it into the yeah,
2: uh, and and Jurassic Park, yeah.
0: Jesus, was Spider Man this year? I mean, f- uh, far from home. Yeah, I think that was twenty oh. or No Way Home. Uh, no Way Home. That
2: was the year before.
0: Yeah, it was twenty twenty one. Yeah. Oh
3: really? I saw it on a list uh, uh, that said this year, but
2: yeah, they were mistaken. Oh
3: yeah, because uh, yeah, I uh, you're right because I think it came out in like December of last year.
2: Some it was, uh, like, just because of the theater experience, like, very Slim begins. Yeah. I'm just, and, I'm kind of done with Marvel, like, until they bring me back with something, I'm, I'm hoping, uh, uh, Blade will maybe bring me back, bring Blade, me back. Blade's but, gonna be good. Yeah. But, I'm kind of done with Marvel. Like I, I just don't care anymore. It, it's,
0: yeah. I felt like this was a little bit of a different direction for them. Um, uh, and maybe that's why I liked it when other Marvel fans didn't seem to. But I don't know. It was fun. This is one of the ones I've I've rewatched this movie and I still enjoyed it. I
2: right.
0: oh, like All right. watching comics on the big screen. All right, Pete, so, you only have
2: two picks left,
1: right? Yep. And he's going with drama.
2: Emily the criminal. Who?
3: Was this good? Yeah.
2: Emily the Criminal? So, yeah. So uh, hmm. um, yeah. So it's
3: Aubrey Plaza.
2: Um
3: and I'm pissed cuz I think I think that I rented it like a week before it went on Netflix. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, It's worst. on Netflix now. Um it was a theater release. Um but it's like kind of, you know, it's kind of like an indie, not indie like Um, But just, like, a more of, like, a low-key, low-budget movie for Aubrey Plaza. And basically, she plays a down-on-her-luck, like, dropped out of college because she she got a felony for aggravated assault and got arrested and had to drop out of college. She's an artist, but she's working just as, like, kind of like an Uber... Eats delivery person and she gets a number. Um, someone gives her a number to be one of these like um, fake shoppers where they give her, they give her like a fake credit card with someone's stolen information on it. And all she has to do is buy like a big screen TV and they pay her like 300 bucks. And then the people who got it sell the TV for more. And it's just like, it's this scheme but then she gets in with, uh, in close with the guy who's like running the scheme or you think is running the scheme. He's actually like second level and, uh, she starts her own scheme and, uh, it gets interesting. And, uh, um, yeah, it was a good watch. It's only like an hour and a half hour and 40, something like that. Hmm. Um, and it's, a, and it's, a, it's cool. Cause it's, it, it shows her acting chops. It's a different change, change of pace. You know, she's not just like, you know, um, comedic, dry.
0: Um, no, I like most of the stuff that I've seen her in. Yeah. Outside of Parks and Rec. Obviously.
3: Yeah. Yeah, she's good. Um, but yeah, very very much drama.
0: I'll put this on the watch list. I'm sure G and I will enjoy that. All
1: right. Uh, Vinny's next is his comedy pick, and he is collecting Jackass Forever.
2: Alright, haven't seen this. So, this was, uh, I mean, another one that's, like, nostalgia. It's, uh, Jackass was, uh, I think, collectively a big part of our youth, but coming back in 2022 for Jackass Forever, you have, these guys have aged considerably, and they're, they're doing some wild stunts as usual they bring in some new blood and i had a blast watching this uh it, it it brought me back to old times it was not a dull moment it was fun and very entertaining like this the stunts are crazy and bringing in the the new faces that haven't been part of the franchise before just gave it a whole a whole new invigorating shot for me like seeing these these new guys doing you know wild jackass type stuff, but also seeing our nostalgic faces doing the same thing. It's it's more the same, but just really well done, very entertaining, a lot of laughs. I, I watched it completely by myself on like a Tuesday afternoon. Uh, just sitting on the sofa and just laughing and enjoying every minute of it uh and I think it was it was in in no way uh a blemish or a step back in the kind of long franchise at this point well deserving of being on 2022's top comedy list in my opinion
3: i I have to jackass is definitely. I would say is a reason why at 33 my ankle clicks sometimes (laughs) and my body still hurts because I definitely did the shopping cart thing. Oh yeah. Too much. Um, Yeah. uh, Especially I I have a specific memory of uh, you guys don't know who this is, but Sean does Tony bro pushing me in a shopping cart at Thunderbird Lanes bowling alley. Into a way too small bush. (laughs) And, um,
0: yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Didn't that kid have like 15 concussions in high school?
3: (laughs) Yes. The doctor (laughs) said to him, uh, do you want to end up like Muhammad Ali? (laughs) (laughs) And he was, and he was 18. I hope he's doing it. Jesus. I guess.
0: He looked, I saw him. Yeah. He worked at the Blockbuster. Uh,.
3: Yeah, when we were still in high school.
0: Yeah, when we were still in high school. Back uh, when there
3: were blockbusters. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, last time I saw him, now. he was he was working at a mechanic shop uh, with somebody that I knew. So. Well, he, he was working with Elliot. and Well, we yeah, don't yeah, need yeah. to get into it, but... Yeah, no, no, good <laughs> kid. I like Elliot. Working with Elliot.
0: Good, good dude. Back to
3: But... So yeah, I, I mean, I have nothing against it. I just yeah, uh, you guys heard. should
2: definitely watch it. I mean, especially just for you know being fans of this it, movies and how the much, show and CKY how much gross stuff. Do they do? Uh, there's a good amount, and how many,
3: the, did? I didn't like the gross stuff, like when when he drank the horse semen.
2: Yeah, there's nothing yeah. like on that. Like, like, there's no edible gross stuff that I can remember. Okay. But there's like a there's a lot of points where you're like, do the cringe like oh like I, no like don't do that.
3: Yeah, but, uh, it just it it does make me sad a little bit. Like R.I.P. Random Hero Ryan Dunn. He yeah. was always one of my favorite, but they always did they always did the worst shit to him. Bam especially. Bam's a terrible friend.
0: Yeah,
2: I thought it was kind of sad that Bam couldn't be a part of it because he's such a mess.
0: Well, he, he, kind of a mess he is right a mess. Now.
2: He just
3: posted a picture of himself. I guess he's out of rehab and he's back home now. But like, I'm like, I'm looking at him like he just looks like Phil now,
2: <laughs> and it's yeah, funny because he,
3: he used does, because he used to beat the shit out of Phil. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
2: But yeah, anyway, I, I I thought, guess, I thought so, it deserved a spot. So what? What's so the? Are we done? No, so we we everyone has to do music. Okay. Yeah, okay.
1: music. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Sean's got his music ready to rock. Uh, Fugitive Maniac. Uh,
0: I feel like Pete and I have talked about this a bunch. Uh, Pete and I both uh, love Power Trip and their, you know, thrash metal band. But their lead singer died a couple of years ago, at this point, which feels like a crazy thing to say. But uh, some of the members, or at least one of the members, formed this band, which is similar but different. Uh, with a couple of other, you know, dudes from the metal scene, Creeping Death, Scourge, and a couple other popular bands. Uh, It's only a five-song EP. It's only 16 or 17 minutes long, but it's, you know, it's heavy as hell, Uh, straight riffs. Um, And it definitely filled a void that I think Pete and I both were missing from from Power Trip not being a band anymore. So for sure. these guys excited to see what they do from here, and it was one of my most re-listened to releases of 2022, which was like a weird music year for me. I feel like I didn't listen to a whole lot of new stuff, but this was for sure a standout.
1: Sweet. All right. Uh, Pete is going with a podcast favorite, Rock Bottom, the record
3: Speedway.
2: Nice. I was wondering if I was gonna be the one, or if you guys were. All right, I dig it. Well,
3: I wasn't sure if you had something else in mind, because I
2: had something else in
3: mind that I thought that Sean might pick, but I was like, you know what? Because we all had a great time at the show, and we've had Dion on. What's up, Dion? If you're listening. Uh, um, So yeah, um, fucking. I mean, I know these guys half my life at this point. banger of an album soup of the witch can't beat it so um good. yeah uh check it out if you haven't checked it out yet um we've talked about them a bunch my brother plays bass um band rules yeah good dudes reps hard
2: uh, yeah this was hands down my favorite album of uh the year and I didn't know if it was going to be cliche or whatever because we talk about them so much, but I, did, I, I had a blast with this album. There's so many good songs, and I was kind of judging it based off... There was, uh, like Sean said, like not a ton of new albums or uh, new bands that I really dug, but I was basing it off of like what, what albums was I adding the most songs to my metal playlist, and uh, Speedway by far had the most of the year. Uh, I added damn near the whole album to my metal playlist. Um, yeah, it was just a ton of fun. The, the show was great. I um, learned a little bit about my age just from yeah. running around <laughs> and not really do, like the the pit wasn't rough. I was just running around like a jackass and I was hurting for like three days. But
0: I don't move like that anymore, man. My neck cannot handle it. Oh,
2: God bless us. It was
0: bad.
3: No, yeah, I had to, when uh, I sent a video to Sean of uh, Ben, the drummer of Converge, playing a song that they haven't played live since, like, I don't know, 2000, 2001. And it's super fast drums and uh, The Saddest Day by Converge, it's like, one of my favorite songs. And I just commented on the video. I'm like, I will come out of Mosh Retirement if you play this in Philadelphia next time you guys come out. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. All right, the one I uh, sent. I think this is a close second. I I really love this album. All
1: right. Yeah. Uh, One's Vinny sent is Goat Horror Angels from the Arches
3: of Heaven.
2: Oh yeah. Any good horror fans out there? Yeah, I, I, they come up every once in a while for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, agreed.
2: I think this was. Uh, I feel like it's very controversial, but I think this might be my first or my favorite album. From good horror, uh, I love this thing. Like it, it just hits and thrashes in all the best ways. It's got uh, death metal um, moments to it. It's got black metal moments. Uh, before this, probably my yeah. I mean, I guess my favorite album before this one was uh, carving out the eyes of God, and but this one just really hit. Hit hard with me. I added, again, a lot of songs to my metal playlist. And I listened to it a lot throughout the year. I'm listening to it now on the regular. Really, really good stuff. It is a slammer. Love me some Goat Whore. Yeah, I don't know
0: if I've listened to this album, I'll have to
2: check it out. So yeah, the, uh, the old man death metal. It just hits in a certain way.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: another band. I just don't know if I've listened to any of the new ones. I'll check it out. That concludes it, right? Yeah. That
2: wraps up 2022 2022 War Games in Review. Man.
0: A lot of discards.
2: A lot of discards. Let me start with music discards that I want to mention right off the bat. Uh,. In honor of our brother Jeff, Cancer Slug had an awesome album that oh, yeah. was certainly considered being on. For full-term abortions is the title mm-hmm. of the album. And they have uh, two greatest hits volumes coming out. One one already dropped, I believe, and another one will be dropping soon. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I knew they were coming out. I didn't know it was out already. Yeah, and they're... <laughs> uh, at least Volume 2, which already dropped, is lengthy, which I'm always down for. I was just reading off the titles of the tracks to Stephanie because I like to see her squirm. <laughs> and then I really like the, um, the uh, Municipal Waste uh, release, and I would say they have the best album art of the year for Electrified Brain. That's a fun cover art for that album.
0: I forgot that came out this year. Yeah. Honestly.
3: So my music, I'm just going to drop one music discard. And it was one that I thought Sean might talk about because we were also considering driving up to Boston to see these guys uh, just before the New Year. But uh, Cave In, um, uh, their album Heavy Pendulum, uh, was one of my top listened to albums of the year. And if you want to check them out, what I love what we love about them is that they they cover um, throughout their whole existence have kind of changed sounds. And this album hits like every single genre that they've ever been, plus some new ones. But my favorite song off of this is called Wavering Angel. And it's just like kind of like a drony but like crazy, amazing riff on the guitar um melodic but also heavy um so yeah check out heavy pendulum the album and the song wavering angel by cave in sweet
0: um another dude that we grew up with and you know we're friends with uh back in the day and i still chat with now uh if you're into goth music Mm dark wave uh our friend Kyle has a band called Night Sins, and they put out an album called Violet Age. It was pretty good. Oh, yeah.
3: Kyle's Philly famous.
0: Yeah, he is. He's in a, he's in a lot of Philly bands. Uh, he's a fucking awesome drummer. Uh, this is one of his side projects or main projects. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I love Night Sins. The album is really, really good.
3: He's also in Nothing, which even, even more people have probably heard of.
0: Yeah, Nothing. He was in Mother of Mercy back in the day let down, all sorts of man.
3: Um, just one movie that I want to talk about uh, that I watched yesterday, and um, I've never really revealed this. I almost turned this movie off because I couldn't watch it for Ooh. like a minute, and I've, I've seen lots of clips of people talking about this movie, and I've seen lots of clips of the movie, and it makes me feel so uncomfortable and it's not like a great movie for any particular reason. The movie is called fall and it's about these two girls climbing this radio TV tower. And when they're climbing it, I feel so uncomfortable of the height and that they're not attached to anything and they're climbing this rusty old ladder that's attached to this TV tower. And it's like higher than the empire state building. Wow! What the um, fuck? You will never find me climbing anything.
2: No, I'm <laughs> never. I'm terrified of heights. I'm terrified Vinnie, of heights. If you, I want to know, sense I want you fun. to watch. I want you to watch this movie,
3: and I want you to like. No, I can watch people get murdered and ripped apart, and I will not blink an eye. But this movie had me like ah, like I don't <laughs> ever react to movies like this. Hmm. And um, yeah. And randomly, um. For no reason, uh, what's his name? Negan from The Walking Dead is in it as the girl's dad. For like, I don't even know why they even bothered paying him. Maybe he was a producer on it. Weird. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan.
2: Yeah. It's called full Um on. Yeah. Is it uh, streaming anywhere?
3: I had to. Mm, I had to rent it, but maybe you have a, a service that has it that I don't. Um yeah uh so basically these these girls no spoiler the girls uh in the beginning they're like rock climbing and the one girl's husband falls to his death and then so she's all like sad and it's almost exactly a year later and her friend who's that was also climbing with them that day um uh is like is like adrenaline junkie has like a youtube adrenaline junkie page and says that she's going to climb this tower, convinces her friend to climb the tower to like in, in remembrance of her boyfriend and then to release his ashes at the top. And, um, uh, yeah, the, I mean, they get to the top and then shit happens and it's just terrible. Yeah. I was sounds... a lot better. Honestly, the, the climbing is the worst aspect to me. Once they're up there, I'm like, whatever they're up there. But yeah, I hate climbing. anyway, I-,
2: I thought you were gonna be like, uh, no spoiler, but they fall. <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, I know I don't. I, I know there's probably lots of discards. I know Jeff wants to go to sleep, sleep though. It's true. I'm an old man. I really just want
1: my ice cream.
3: <laughs> you could have of, been eating it this What whole time. kind of ice
1: cream? Uh, Netflix and chilled. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Did I know. you know
2: that Reese's, uh, just as a as a whole as part of the Hershey's brand, is coming out with their own ice cream line. Really? Yes. Great news. There will be a Reese's Pieces line. There'll be a Reese's Peanut Butter Cut line. They all sound great. Uh, I hope they will be hitting a local supermarket near us.
1: Hell yeah.
0: The only movies... Or, well, the only movie I... I wanted to mention as a discard was the Weird Al movie. Did any of you guys watch that?
2: No, no, but I Al. will. I will be.
0: Dude, the Mir- Al was so it. fun.
1: Yeah, it was perfect. It was exactly what it should be.
0: It has nothing to do with his life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <it's> absolutely <laughs> it has bananas.
2: nothing to do with his life. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's so, so perfect. It's so
0: good. Daniel Radcliffe's awesome. Uh, yeah, that movie was a lot of fun. Definitely watch it. It's, it's silly as shit.
2: Yeah, I'll definitely be watching it.
0: And there was a Netflix movie I watched, which I didn't think it was really list worthy, but it freaked me out. Maybe because old people creep me out. It was called Old People on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: but it was like a, it was like pretty brutal. It's a German film, and I don't really know anything well, about. There you German, go. German horror, but it's just like old people that they're not even infected by a zombie virus. They just fucking lose their minds and start. Like, take, they take over, a, like, a home, and and just, there's a lot of murdering and death at the hands of some very old and, <laughs> and na- naked old people. It was, <laughs> dude, it, it didn't get, like, a whole lot of love, but it was worth a watch.
2: I don't know why I'm laughing at This sounds funny the way you're describing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Old yep. balls.
0: Yeah, oh, naked, old, <laughs> naked old women and creepy, it's gross, like, there's a lot of gross vomiting and...
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds gross. It was it was yeah.
0: worth a watch. German horror, man.
2: Shine sir. Listen, I mean as a whole, I think twenty twenty two, we we mentioned some of the busts. I, I think it was a pretty pretty good year for film and I, I think particularly it was a very strong year for horror. We had some like we mentioned, some some uh blockbuster type uh studio movies that were hitting theaters and going pretty well. We had some legacy sequels that we didn't even mention, like Scream, Hellraiser, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That they, some of them had their flaws, but they were, I think, all fun watches and and worth being a part of the franchise. And then we had a ton of original movies on the streamers, uh, specifically Shudder. Like Shudder had a lot going on this year. And we had some... What's hopefully not bad news, what was it, a month ago, two months ago, about uh, a lot of the execs and, and personnel of Shutter being let go through AMC. Hopefully that's not bad news for the future, but they finished the year strong. And there was a couple of movies, I don't know if you guys watched them, like The, uh, the Burial and The Apology that weren't necessarily horror, like more thriller, but were... Really strong movies that I was happy to see on Shutter. It was kind of random because they weren't really horror related. Did you guys watch either of those? No. Yeah, they uh, they got added on like right at the end of the year. I definitely recommend the Apology. It was kind of mentally fucked up in the same uh, the same way as Speak No Evil, and it's just two characters locked in a cabin together it 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 goes places it's it's pretty messed up but well worth the watch and the burial was like a like a war drama thriller that really had nothing to do with horror other than that werewolves were in the synopsis but it's not werewolves like you would think it was a type of soldier (laughs) but also well worth the watch it was uh, a very good very good war thriller
0: I liked uh, *Glorious* from this year too. Was a good one, I thought.
2: I didn't watch that one just because it's Rebecca McHenry.
0: Uh, yeah, it had a weird twist, and JK, it was a weird movie. It was definitely like some Lovecraftian horror. Yeah, stuff. I mean, I liked that JK Simmons stop. was in it. A rest stop stall bathroom. It got like too weird at times, but overall, I thought it was pretty good.
2: Yeah, she's she's just. I feel okay. like she tries to be weird for the sake of being weird.
0: Yeah, there was a little bit of that.
2: For sure. Yeah. Hello? Uh Rebecca McKendry. She got her shops doing writing for Fangoria, uh, a couple different horror podcasts. Now she's making movies and kind of making her name for herself doing it. Jeff's not a big fan. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Dr. Rebecca McHenry, I should say. She's yeah, She, has a, she, she has a doctorate in horror, which I don't even know how you get. She has to be the only one that has that.
0: She sucked Stephen King's dick one time? Maybe. <sighs> Sorry if you're listening, doctor. <laughs> oh. Or Stephen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, well... I think that was a good uh, little ode to 2022. Wrap it up. We're on to 2023 things now.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. So uh, coming at you to start the year, we have a uh, Watch us or Die of The Possession, a long-lost horror movie with lots of tentacles and tentacle sex starring Sam Neill that recently dropped on Shudder. It was really hard to see for a long time. Uh, the, the few people that have seen it have raved about it. It had a very limited Blu ray release. It started to make a uh, kind of circuit around on 35mm in certain theaters. And now it is available on Shutter for the first time, which will, I would think, be one of their biggest uh, releases that's not, you know, like an original film or something new. So we'll do a Watch Us or Die. On that coming up next week. And then following that, we have another War Games. We're going to dive into body horror War Games, which should definitely be a fun subgenre, especially with the four of us discussing it. I think it'll be yeah, fun. I yeah.
0: Right.
2: I don't know All if right you on. heard
3: Vinny, but Sean, Sean was asking the parameters, and I said it's not auto body horror. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah yeah no christine
0: we'll talk about it
2: um we'll <laughs> try and slip it in
1: there
0: yeah he, christine runs over buddy repardent and he gets pretty fucked. what's the one um oh, shit, body that everyone was talking the-
2: about what was it last year the year before with uh kernenberg's son directing possessor no no I think we talked about it in one of the episodes where she's like melding bodies with the car. Oh, uh, I have no idea. It would actually classify as body horror. <laughs> in a way. In a strong way. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that is what's coming at you soon. From a killer go. pod studio near you. And then so that's two weeks. That's that's probably the last two episodes before the big trip. And then hopefully, yeah. we'll, oh. hopefully we'll do an episode from the DR with whatever shenanigans is going on. An episode and an episode from the Lazy River, Margarita in Hand. Wait, they
3: have a Lazy River?
2: No. Oh,
3: <laughs> oh God. I was I trying, got really <laughs> you can't do that to me. <laughs>
2: yeah, I just got really excited. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to glamour, glamour it up. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's a very long. large pool and, oh, no. and, and an ocean.
1: Uh, it's not the same I'm shutting this I'm shutting this down <laughs> until next time we are the killer pod crew. love peace and chicken grease we are out of here and we're out